right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah. That's a uh, common theme for him. Like he's mm-hmm. very uh, like he's very talented at everything that he does. He's very talented. But like the problem is he gets to a point where he's less like I'm just, I don't know what gets into his head that he's not good enough or something. He just stops. So that's probably why I didn't know because he probably hasn't done it since I met him. Well, that was the part of the conversation because I had reached out to him like two months ago because like I would much rather have friends do our photos. You know, yeah, it's fun. D- didn't a friend do your one year anniversary pictures? Yeah, yeah. Jacob, he is Sequoia's boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did them last year and that was another, I mean, but he does it more, a little bit more than Jordan does. Mm-hmm. Like he does kind of consistently and he was like, yeah, I would love to. So I reached out, Jacob said that. So I reached out to Jordan this year and I said, hey man, it would be, I know you haven't done photos in a long time, but it would be really, really awesome if you would do our two-year anniversary photos. Yeah. And he was like, holy shit, like, I haven't done it in so long, blah, 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 but obviously you think my work is good if you want me to do them. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, Maybe I that's like the that. confidence boost that he needs to start doing it again. Yeah, I would hope so. And he was like, last year, you guys' photos was just fucking fire, da, da, da. I don't know if I can live up to that. Or he didn't say those words, but... He just said last year was really good. And I was like, yeah, well, just be aware that last year we were obviously still complete amateurs. We don't do the photo shoot thing. Mm -hmm. We didn't know what we were doing. Jacob showed up with a camera and a couple like stand light things. And we just kind of like posed on a couch, Mm -hmm. posed next to the piano. And it like worked. It just worked. Yeah. But also you both were good at posing. Like well, we had we actually had Sequoia help us with that. So prior to, I had spent a lot of time looking for poses for us to recreate. Uh-huh. None of those were on the fly because we're not we don't do this. We're not models. right. But but I'm not even just talking about. I guess I mean like like your your face. Oh, that took so much work. You have no you you have like, seen the photos that we didn't post. I know, but like you're you're saying it like it was like oh we just went and sat on a couch. It's like no, like your all's faces were like that of. A model that took that took a lot of like time and work so we had jacob behind the camera actually taking the photos and then sequoia directing us with the poses that i had chosen mm-hmm. for her to help us figure our shit out it took i don't know how many i posted i think i posted 14 of those mm-hmm. two hours of taking photos do you um, at least 14 <laughs> Would you ever have an issue with somebody just following you guys around and taking pictures of Candid? Because, like, I mean, honestly, I think that's where Jordan excels is catching you when you're not, like, posing, per that se. Is, that is actually what I'm going for this year, what we're going for this year. Richard actually chose the location, so we're going to so do outside the Arboretum. Oh, if nice. it's not a muddy fucking mess. Because mm-hmm. it's just outside, it's close there's trees and grass. Hooray. Um, as long as the rain doesn't fuck it up. But that's kind of what I'm going for this time. Yeah, because, I, I mean, the most recent photo that I posted on Instagram, or I guess there's two of them. One of them was a pose. Obviously, I'm staring at the camera. But the other one was the just... The first fl- one was a candid that Jordan took. Yeah, the, the second... Well, yeah, the 
first or the second. I don't know which one. Yeah, I'm saying I know which one you're talking. I'm about. saying the first one that he took. Yeah, it was. Not it the was first candid. One he posted. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, I it's crazy because like from his perspective, all he did was see light, and then I started laughing, and it was just like boom, picture, and I'm like, holy shit, that picture looks great. That is you know why. And he posted those pictures, and he said, "Damn, I take good pictures of my friends." Yeah. And I messaged him and I was like, yeah, and I'm fucking hype because, you know, <laughs> I'm some of those friends. I cannot wait for this to happen. And he was like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna really going to try. And I was like, hey, I trust you with this. The Arboretum is going to be a really good spot. You guys should go back through like the wooded path. Exactly. Yeah. But we're going for, <laughs> we're definitely going for a little more candid, a little more relaxed because last year was super dressed up super you know formal very very posed posed and poised and you know a well, couple don't of you them need we look like power. us and great. ralph to come and support you at the arboretum if ralph loves the arboretum I just feel talk sad. about candid we can just be walking in the back <laughs> <laughs> no i just feel really awkward when i'm posing for pictures i never know what to do with my hands and never know like that's why we literally like, had two people helping us yeah, and i asked jordan if he if emily would be interested to come like help like from a woman's perspective, you yeah. are a woman looking at me. Do I need to turn my head this way? Do I need to, you know, pull my shoulders back? Like you tell yeah. me what looks good to you. Cause I don't so know. So is what, she going to do it? Yeah. She oh, said nice. she was super down. So I was like, that's fucking awesome. So we got a whole, a whole deal that's going to happen on what? Saturday. I'm so maybe, excited. Maybe we can just have a triple date afterwards, go to dinner and like drink some wine. And do you already have plans? Mm -mm. Well, I'm shocked. I am also shocked. I, Why? I don't even you don't know how to have plans after it. I don't know how to finish like talking about the Wait, what time are you guys doing it? Uh, two o'clock. On Sat your day. Uh huh. Oh yeah. So we've already had food. We've already had lunch. We've had time to get prepared, and then it's like. Yeah, and the the sun will be good if the sun is out. If the sun is out. But um, yeah, that'll be perfect because I think I get done volunteering at four. Mm hmm. Okay. <laughs> Dope. We can, we can do something here, or we can go out, we'll or out. we can do both. I like both. Me too. Okay, great. Y'all don't understand. Like, I don't make plans. No, I just no, go I'm with the flow. No, we have introduced we the podcast because we're like ten Kylan, like, and we, I. Oh, I'm we sorry. We understand you. I, don't make I'm glad plans. that you guys have created this because now I'm excited. Welcome to Chilling in the Living Room, episode 68. Eight, 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 Easy. Adam, Adam would be very upset I, if he missed episode 69. I fixed my <laughs> mouth to say nine there, and you guys were You're so quick so to be like eight. To be 69. I, I really, like, I, I'm not even that that way. I don't want to, like... Well, Adam's not here tonight because he's home with his spawn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am here with Helen and Annabelle and Ralph. Who is now asleep until the next doorbell rings. There better not be anybody coming to the door right now. <laughs> you never know. Like well, good thing I locked it. Shit. The other day we were uh we were both at work and we get a front door notification from our camera because you uh -uh. know we have cameras everywhere. And <laughs> it's this kid. This uh. little chunky little kid chasing after a cat. Chasing our neighbor's cat <laughs> on and our porch. It like Oh, you, if you played that, if you would have played that in the background, it would have been the funniest camera reel Aww. ever. 
And it's like the fastest clip, but it's really funny. It's poor also kid. in the garage, too, because... No, like, not you know, poor kid. Get off our fucking yard and leave the cat alone. Like, I I probably watched this Why video... Why poor kid? I probably watched this video five times. Like... Because I was dying. This cat juked him a couple times. Didn't, you know, there was no way this kid was catching a cat. As he should. But also, like, who was he? And why was he in our yard chasing the Have cat? Have you never seen him before? No. no. We no. That's weird. Like, it's not like he was the neighbor's kid oh. and it was his cat. Or, like, it was, was it? a completely random child. Was it Saturday? It had to have been Saturday because this kid wouldn't have been at school. Right? No, I think it... Well, maybe it was Saturday. <laughs> Just it was this it. morning. Kids didn't have school today. No, it wasn't this morning for sure. Like <laughs> I would have remembered that. Um, but yeah, the, this kid was trying his hardest to get the cat. The cat was not about it at all. Yeah. Did you find it? No, I haven't found it yet. Oh. I'm trying so to. Many. There was a there was something that I had that I really wanted to talk about today. Okay. Before you do, can we first talk about how fucking funny the video was that I sent you guys today? Oh. Oh, (laughs) my God. Please explain to the audience what had happened. Explain to me what had happened, really, because... Okay. That's wild. Here, you keep looking for that. I'm pretty far down. Okay, so... Work at a financial advisors group. Uh Uh-huh. And... We have a secure way for our clients to send us documents because like emailing them, you know, your tax return, pay stubs, stuff that have your social security number, all your information is not secure. So we have this way that we can just email them a link. It's like it creates a new link for every client. Right. We email them a link. All you have to do is click on the link and then you just like drag and drop your files or you can, you know browse a file on your device right it's like it's very easy however the majority of our clients are technologically challenged due to age Mm. and so the majority of the time they're taking screenshots or they're taking literal photos of their computer screen and uploading them um, because they don't know how to save stuff to PDF. And so then I am the one who has to then go in and clean up these random ass files that they upload. Let's play on the one that's highlighted and then the one above it's the front door. He's not even trying though. Oh, he circles back. <laughs> that cat's not even trying either. This looks like the laziest fucking chase I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. They could. They're both chunky and lazy. Anyway, Helen. And also, just why? I mean, what time was that? Saturday at ten forty six in the morning. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you out there doing? You know, just you know, trying to get him some uh, cat. I wish the yeah, cat had just turned around and smacked yeah, him. That's not a cat. I don't know why you all are calling that a cat. What do you think it is? It's a dog. Is it a dog? Yes. I mean, oh honestly, wait, is it? Yeah. Maybe his dog I mean, was loose and that's what he was doing. I assumed it was the neighbor's cat because it's, it's a little dog. Let me see. Because the neighbor's cat is always chilling <laughs> on our front porch. Well, as Ron Swanson. Oh my gosh, you're right. As Ron Swanson from uh, Parks and Rec once said, if your dog weighs less than 30 pounds, it's a cat. <laughs> and cats 
are pointless. Okay. Damn, we got cats out here? That's so funny. She's right. It is a dog. I just, I didn't even look that closely. I just assumed it was that neighbor's cat who's always out there. But that makes more sense. His little shithead dog got loose. Wow. How do we know that the dog's a shithead? It maybe, looks like a shithead. Maybe and so does he. It was just trying to get away from oppression. oppression. It looks like a little yappy dog. Like the one that bit your ankles from across the street. Yeah, that dog's a shithead for sure. See? Continue. Like, I mean, honestly. So, continuing my story. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times they will upload pictures that like, are screenshots like actual, yeah. or actual photos. So, <sighs> even if it's a screenshot of a document they pulled up, it still shows up in their camera roll, right? Yeah. And then they go there and upload it. So, that's what this client was doing, attempting to do. And this morning, he had already uploaded several documents. And I had already taken the time to transfer them from a JPEG to an actual file. You know, combined. It takes a little while. Mm -hmm. So I do that. I get back from lunch. And I have two more emails with like a long list of pictures that he's uploaded. Because like I get an email notification whenever they upload documents. And it doesn't show what it is. It just has a list of like how many. And I was like, what the fuck could he be uploading now? Like, come on, bro. And... The timing was great because uh, my coworker, who is also his advisor, mm-hmm. walked in and I was like, what the hell did you request from him? Like, why <laughs> did he upload more goddamn pictures that I have to sit here and sift through? And she's yeah. like, that list is longer than my original request. Like, yeah. I don't know what that could be. So I was like, well, let's look. Mm-hmm. So we go in there and pull it up. And the very first picture that we click on is like a Valentine's Day meme. And it's like two little chunky cartoon girls. And it says, I'm going to have to pull it up. <laughs> it says, uh, it was something about one of them got more Valentine's than the other. Yeah. And then so it was that like, makes one of them Peggy a is a whore. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it says, Peggy had many Valentine's cards while Viola only had one. Peggy is a whore. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> so we just like lose our mind because like obviously he didn't mean to upload that how old is this person okay so that's the best part this man is 65 it's a man oh my god he's 65 years old and <laughs> flamboyantly gay he definitely did not mean to do that obviously so we see that and we're like slapping the desk laughing, right? Just like, this is great. So then we're like, oh my God, there's, there's more, more pictures. Oh. And I was like so excited to go through them. So the next one it is a cartoon man upside. Well, oh, he's yeah. like leaning on his back with his knees above his face with a flower coming out of his ass. Mm-hmm. It says, don't make excuses for shitty people. You can't put a flower in an asshole and call it a vase. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so true though. Like, so next, I'm not a morning person unless you want morning sex. <laughs> I cannot believe he fucking uploaded those. Oh my I mean, God. I mean, he obviously doesn't know that he uploaded them, no, right? No, he has, he has no idea that he uploaded them. Still doesn't. Oh because God. after you upload it, it doesn't say what you uploaded. Ooh. Sorry, my phone scared the shit out of me. Go ahead. It, it, my bad. It'd be, I mean, like. It doesn't, like, it doesn't tell you what, you, you don't get, like, a confirmation of, like, you uploaded this. So, like, he doesn't know. Oh, my God. Will he ever know unless you tell him? 
I don't know how he would. <laughs> Unless you tell him. Right. Which we're not going to tell yeah, him. Yeah, then I wouldn't tell him. <laughs> but last but certainly not least, some people will never appreciate the word fuck. Fuck those unappreciative motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> those are things he's definitely saved to his phone off Facebook and yep. that he sends to his friends. Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And so that's why and I it's like. it's got its own folder. Well, or I, I think it's just in his camera roll because I think that when he was taking screenshots of his documents, then he went to his camera roll to, you know, you hit select and you like pick which ones you want to send. <laughs> Maybe. I I don't know because then it's like with the link, you don't do it like that. So I don't know. But trickled in between those was the actual documents that we needed. Oh, shit. So he really yeah. did try. So, yeah. I mean, he successfully sent the remaining documents that we needed, but along with those pictures. <laughs> so he took a picture of his document and then a few days later found a meme and saved it and saved another one. And then took and then and then following that, took another picture of a document and then just like checked them in a row. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how the he, order. I don't know how he may have selected them, but I know with some phones you can select like certain pictures, which is probably what he was trying to do. And some of them, when you click one and then you click one from like further back, it selects everything in between. Oh, so yeah. He, that's likely what ended up happening Oops. there. Good thing you all have but a good what, sense of humor. Oh my, oh, we were cr like, literally there was physical tears running down my face. So then I'd like Teams message everybody who's currently in the office who was not busy. And I was like, I need you to come up front right now everyone else thought it was hysterical <laughs> also like he is a new client and so like poor guy like oh, he'd yeah. be mortified he if he knew but also it's funny because it's like we don't give a shit like we just thought it was hysterical. <laughs> That's so funny um he tried well and i mean technically he did succeed because <laughs> we did. got the documents uh, however, we got a little extra. But could you imagine if it was like actual pictures? Like what if like he sent naked photos? Stop it. You're going, no, stop it. That would be miserable. I mean, it could have happened just like that happened. Yeah, then that you would true. have to tell him. You'd have to. You'd be would like, you? Sir, fuck yeah. Well, or you could have just I hit mean, delete and acted like it never fucking happened. No, because then I'd be like, you need to be way more careful about what you're sending to people. Let me help No, you. that's not my job. Uh -uh. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. I'm not letting this old 65-year-old man send nudes. No, I'm not I about mean, to call a 65-year-old man and be like, I just saw your dick. You need to chill. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would at least <laughs> need to know was it on purpose or not. Because like that's that true. seems like it's not an accident. Okay, but what if it penis. wasn't him naked? What if it was like, you know again that seems like it's not an accident <laughs> like the memes yeah what that's probably like, an accident what if it was like three of these memes and then a nude i would think that was all an accident i i, I don't know like i yeah i would have to tell him is what i'm getting at yeah same i would have you to would tell call him. a client up and say hey you just sent us these pictures yeah right. i would be a little more <laughs> professional with it and be like you know just for the future you might want to be a little more careful about the the photos that you're sending because we got some things that may have been a little appropriate. <laughs> and I think right. maybe next time you're just careful. And, you know, it was an accident, but let the man fucking know. Annabelle, nope. Annabelle is so much better than me because I lose all professionalism when <laughs> they lose all professionalism. Like, I'll be showing off. You show off and it's like, all right, now I have to, like, I have to do the exact same thing. No, right? because you know he's going to be super embarrassed. 
Well, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to, oh, you, you sent me the a, exact same thing. I have to at least be at that level of professionalism. I'm not sending penis pictures to a client who sent me penis pictures. But if it was but, unintentional. Okay, but penis what I'm saying, pictures? What are we in middle school? <laughs> penis pictures. <laughs> oh, dick pics, Thank I guess. Thank you. Jesus we are adults. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that makes me an adult by saying penis picture. No, no, no. It makes you sound like a child no. who has never touched a tit. <laughs> Little did Annabelle know I have never touched a tit. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I'm not calling anybody. That's nope. No, you tell his, I'm his a hit, uh, I'm advisor a, too. Nope. I'm a hit delete. I'm be like, <laughs> that never happened. Oh, that poor man. Nope. Hopefully he doesn't do that again. Send his... His grandchildren, <laughs> listen, a uh, birthday email and accidentally I, attach shit to it. I don't know that we'll be requesting documents from him that way again. Just yeah. kidding. I would love Just to. Just bring him in hard copy. Thanks. Hard the copy problem means- is they can't do hard copies because they can't print. Also, speaking of that, have you ever heard the term soft copy? No. No. What the fuck? Yeah, somebody hit me Who with that with the that? other day. Another client. And they made that up. I oh, shit. when I heard it, I was like, wait, have I is this a thing that I've really never known about? Like because yeah. it, it makes sense. Hard copy, hard soft copy, copy, soft copy. But I'm like, I asked somebody else and they were like, I've never heard that before. But what like was in reference. Her documents. So somebody else, I was requesting documents to send me. And she said, well, um, I do have some of them in soft copy form that I can send you. But the others are hard copies. So I'll have to bring those with me to the meeting. Is she referring soft copy as electronic? Correct. Get out. Swear to God. (laughs) Soft copy? Soft copy. I mean, she (laughs) made that up. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I don't think anybody's ever called that a, a soft. I mean, coffee. but what's what's but the it kind of, of makes coffee? sense, right? It does make digital, sense. yeah, electronic, uh, maybe soft copy. <laughs> Literally, have never heard of that. That's a new one for me. I can send you the soft copies, but not the hard copies. copies. I'm like. Maybe she was just trying to be smarter than the next person. Just like throw throw out Putting a term. Words together no, to no, 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 no. The way she was saying it, like this was like her everyday it's commonplace for her to say soft yep. coffee. Yep. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm using that from now on. Thank you. Well, I don't know if it's gonna make you look dumb or smart. I so good don't luck. Give a fuck. You're getting <laughs> soft copy memes from now on. Thank you. <laughs> soft copy. I'm gonna meme. text the group in soft copy. <laughs> my new saying is gonna be Peggy's a whore. Peggy is a whore. She got more Valentines. Oh my god. Peggy's a whore. Well, <laughs> not a segue, but. <laughs> Recently, my friend actually uh, did a, what do you call it, a TED Talk at Bellarmine University. Is that what you posted on uh, Facebook? Yes. I didn't watch it. You didn't? No. Okay, it's fine. Uh, it's actually something I would suggest watch any everybody watching, watch it, please, because it was enlightening will be the word. What's it about? Um, perspective mm, is, that's is a good the way one. that he... Um, that he frames everything he's a comic book writer here in lex or i guess in louisville technically he's from lexington Mm -hmm. um and what he the way he starts this is 
he shows a picture of which um which riot was it? Black Lives Matter. Yes. Oh, excuse. And he me. says, <laughs> and he says, you know, is this a protest or is it a riot? Riot. Yeah. And then he shows the insurrection, and he goes, is it an insurrection or is it a cry out for freedom? And then he says, um, he shows Malcolm X the picture with uh, the gun while he's look, peeking out the window, and he said, is this a terrorist? Or is it a man who's fearful of his life? And he's like, well, all of these things are really subject to perspective. At the end of the day, the, um, the each of those events happened. Like, that's an objective fact. They all happened. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what they are called, they, they all are things. But depending on who you're speaking to, they'll call it an insurrection or they'll call it a cry out for freedom in X, Y, and Z. But what was this guy's name? Julian Thomas. Also, the writer of Blackheart, I do not own a copy of that comic, but I will suggest everyone go purchase it because he's just an amazing person. and He's a very good speaker. Yeah. I, I mean, prior to uh, becoming a comic book, or I guess not artist, but writer, um, he was a rapper here in Lexington, and it just I just have never seen him do one thing and not be good at it. That's saying something. Like I, I, it it sounds crazy. Like I've I first met him when I was in a uh, middle school. We we were both a part of a a group that would leave our schools <clears throat> once a month and talk with the superintendent about what needs to change oh, in Fayette County this. and everything. And he was there, yeah. Um, and it's just he's always been well spoken and everything like that. But I just never expected this kind of talent from somebody that I've met in my life not just him but anybody like generally you see the you meet the -the run-of-the-mill person and they're run-of-the-mill person like you know what I'm saying and this dude's just incredibly talented I don't know um run-of-the-mill ass not you guys (laughs) I'm teasing no definitely me (laughs) (laughs) no stop um But anyway, that entire uh, TED Talk, he's, he speaks for about 20 minutes, and everything that he says, I kind of related with. Um, I think, I think lots of people would. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Uh, the, the thing that kind of hit me a little bit was he, he begins talking about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, midway through it. See, I would have, I would have just been like, "Oh, this ain't for me." Well, no, like no, it, that's the it's, thing, though. It's like the way he, said, he does it, though. It's not. Yeah, he's like, I'm. He goes, you know, when I was younger, I loved Dragon Ball Z. Like, it was one of the best TV shows for me. Blah blah. But deep down inside, while watching this show, I knew there was an issue, and it was, it was that nobody on that show looked like him, right? Because literally, I've never no one. Seen it. No one on Dragon Ball Z, it's a bunch of either Asian or alien or white people. There's no, there's no objectively black person in Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Right? And he was like, well, there are black people in it, but there, and then he shows these a few characters which are blatantly racist depictions of black people. Like, it, there's literally a dude that is the color of a crown black with red lips the size of, like, I mean, dude. Really, it's really bad. 
And he's like, yeah, we knew that that wasn't the black character on Dragon Ball Z. He said, we, as a, as, like my friends, a group of nine-year-olds at the time, were so hungry to find someone that, or to, to find a character that reminded them of them that they went to Piccolo, who is a green alien, like, like just no, not, not a black person at all, <laughs> but they went to Piccolo and said, Piccolo is the black character in this TV show because it's the only thing that they relate to close to them, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because, because it was a nothing, green alien. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's a green alien. It's like, and the crazy part about all of that is like, I, I mean, as a kid, I never even, I never even like thought about it that way, but yeah. When I was watching Dragon Ball Z when I was younger, like Piccolo was considered the black character in that show. And he's not even black. It's just the way that he acts reminds you of what you want to reflect. I don't know. It's a word. Anyway, Ted Talk's great. Uh, It's Ted Talk. It's Ted X Bellerman U on YouTube. It's a two-hour-long TED Talk for, like, I'm assuming 10 other people are there. Mm -hmm. He speaks at the end of it. Starts at about two hours and four minutes. I'll put the link on the bio here. I would suggest everyone watch whenever you get a chance. You don't have to, but you can. (laughs) No, you have to. (laughs) No, it was really good, though. Yeah. Very Uh, impressive. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll probably, if I can find it on Spotify, I'll probably end this episode with one of his songs <laughs> from his rap career. Yeah. Well, it was really good. The man's done everything. I mean, sounds very involved. Yeah. I mean, he is. He's out there, out there doing stuff. Um, what happened last week, guys? Anything special? Something I've been dealing with. Uh oh. Talk about what you're dealing with. Here's what I've been dealing with. It's the constant struggle between knowledge is power and ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is painful sometimes. As we know, sometimes you learn things that you really did not want to know, nor need to know. But you know them, and some real ugly shit comes out on the other side. Yeah. And that's kind of a... it's. It sucks for me because I love to know things. I love yeah. to learn things. I love to research things. I love to read. I, I'd like to deep dive into shit, and it's great. One thing I really enjoy deep diving into, as I'm sure most people do, is true crime, right? Mm-hmm. Documentaries, podcasts, TV shows. I <laughs> um, I'm in your way. I'm sorry. Something that that I happened to dive into the other day was something that I haven't thought about in a really long time. I actually had a family member that was murdered 27 years ago. And their, their death anniversary was actually yesterday. And this happened when I was very young. So it wasn't really talked about because to you. we were young. Right. Yeah. And, and also because the birth of my brother is in two days. So he was born three days later after this happened. And he'll be 27 
on Wednesday. And it wasn't, it, it happened and it wasn't talked about at all. And we knew about it later when we, when we got a little bit older because it was, you know, it was a family member. It was um, somebody very important to us. And it wasn't until recently when I started remembering, you know, wow, this is something that happened. It's not something we talk about, obviously. It's not, it's not an okay thing that happened. It was very brutal. Um, Horrific. It was. Um, and I was probably three at the time. So, I mean, I don't I remember any of it. Anyway, so I'm like, holy shit, this did happen. This did happen to my family. So what did I do? <laughs> Got on the did internet. Did some research. <laughs> and started digging around and looking for the court transcripts. And I've always known who it was. Are they... Is it public knowledge now? It like is. All the it court is. stuff is, yeah. I should say. The only thing that's not public that I, I can't find because I didn't dig too deep, but one thing that's not out there right now is the original court transcript because this person who committed the murder was 17 at the time. Oh, shit. So they were underage. Mm. So the original... And it's somewhere, but it wasn't uh-huh. very easy for me to find. So yeah. how old was the victim? 77. <gasps> <laughs> anyway, so I, I've spent two hours on the internet reading um, the cr- transcripts from the appeal, from the appeals that happened after he was convicted, you know, for the multiple years. And, of course, those detail what happened, what really happened. And sometimes you don't need to know things. Sometimes you don't need to know. But it makes sense why you were curious. Oh, absolutely. Because it's not... There's a documentary out there about About this. Yeah, that I had no idea existed. Part of the story is in a book that was written about particular murders that happened in Kentucky. I think there's... I can't remember what the book is called because I was just digging around for so much shit, but it's in there as well. You can find the newspaper clippings, da 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 end of the day, whatever. So I'm digging through all this stuff. I find out things that I definitely did not want to know. Should, shouldn't have been looking, but I did. And so he was, ser- he served 35 years in prison and he got out. Because he was a minor. Is that the... I think so. I think that's what happened. He appealed and appealed and appealed and appealed and appealed, but he did end up serving his entire 35-year sentence. I can't believe it was only a 35-year sentence. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I was looking at all, you know, when you have a criminal, all that stuff is, is out there, and you've got their photos and their addresses, and because technically Everything he is, is public now, record a registered sex offender because of what he did. So all of that information is on the internet. And so what, what did I do? <laughs> I found his address. It's right there. Cause he has, you know, has to be. <laughs> because so it just has to be. It, it does yeah. <laughs> because of what happened. Mm-hmm. And I found him on Facebook. And uh, he's got a wife and two kids now. What is he, 50s? Something like that. I mean, 
Yeah. Um, and he lives in uh, not very yeah, far away. Uh, we can't in say that. This, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say okay. it. But, um, in he, this town? No, no, not here. But he he's within within an hour of where we are right now. Hmm. Do you think the rest of your family, like older family members who were like adults when this happened, do you think they have followed yes. this? Like they know he's free. They know when he got out of prison a few years ago, honestly, I can't remember how many, maybe four. I don't know. Do the math. He's out. But me and my family had that conversation that he was coming out because this was a huge deal to many of the older people in my family. Of course. And they've been following it. They showed up to every appeal case. They showed up to every, everything that they followed it to, to the moment that he walked out the door of prison. And it's just like this weird thing that's been recently happening where I'm just like, wow, I'm finding out a lot of shit that I didn't necessarily need to know. What, um, what emotion does that give you right now? Like knowing what you know about this particular murder. It's because, so one thing I was telling Richard about this. So one of the emotions that I feel is just like, it doesn't feel real. Because I wasn't there. Because mm-hmm. I was three at the time. Because you watch crime documentaries. You listen to these podcasts. You hear about these horrible things that people do to people. And you're like, there's no fucking way. There's no way. And now I remember and I'm like, oh, that's happened to me and my family too. Not and to I haven't watched the documentary because I don't know if I, I can. Yeah. To bring back the uh, the... TED talk that I was telling you about mm-hmm. actually that's something that he said um like it's when you don't see something or like you're not watching it the emotion is so much easier to compartmentalize or just assimilate and get it out of there so like you're yep. reading about it right now and it's just yeah this happened because blah 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 mm-hmm. you can put it back in the back of your head and call it a day but in because you don't have any visual or you don't have any experience of it, it doesn't affect you as bad as everyone else's right well, now. And that's the reason it doesn't feel real kind of. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't feel real. But so the documentary is like on Vimeo or something and I don't have that account, but they did post like a free, like the beginning of the documentary and it's got some of my family members talking. And one thing that one of them said was, you know, me and this other person were the only two that went and looked in the open casket. And that's something that they will, an image that they will never, ever be able to forget. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to watch this documentary then. I watched the <laughs> 10 minute little intro thing and I was like, wow. I, <laughs> it's, it's wild at the same time as it is, it, it doesn't feel real. Because, you know, I'm watching this stuff and reading this stuff like I do with things that happen, crimes that happen from people I have no idea who they are from states and countries away. But 
I, I know who did it. I found him and his family and where he lives. It's not that far away from here. And it just, it may, I think that part (laughs) is what made it a little like ickier. Knowing this person. Angry? No, I don't. And that's a good thing because you know where he lives. (laughs) And that scares me. (laughs) Not that you would go do anything. Right. No, I would. I definitely wouldn't do anything. It's still like. I'd think about it. uh, Exactly. It it (laughs) is a very frightening thing to have that kind of information, especially for someone that has damaged your family in some way, shape Mm -hmm. or fashion. Like. And I mean, I could be still in the stage where it hasn't quite hit me in my gut yet now that I know the well, details that, yeah. because I just I just did all this deep dive on Friday and then I realized Sunday was the 27th anniversary of the murder because I was like wait my brother's birthday and then I've like started making connections and I was like oh shit that's coming up that's that's like now and I'm still in the like this feels really weird phase it doesn't feel it just doesn't feel real that's all like yeah i mean you're still in shock essentially yeah yeah i mean is what phase you're in i feel like it was pretty not fun to read but i read it because it's what it it happened it absolutely happened and now i have that knowledge that i can never get rid of but it, but I think it's very natural that you had the curiosity that you had because it was something that you've heard briefly about as you were growing up. Yeah. But to have it happen when you were three, you obviously had a completely different perspective on life, like growing up and hearing stuff like that to where you are now as an adult and then to not remember any of it. Pretty much. But I mean, to, but to like know what happened, but you can't remember any of it. And it's like, obviously you're going to go online and look up stuff before you're going to go ask your family members to talk about it. I'm probably going to go talk to my dad about it now just because I know so much more. Right. But I'm saying like, you wouldn't go to them and be like, tell me everything that happened. Cause like oh, that's God, no. horrible for them to have to Live relive. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's very true. But you know, I look back on, on, I've got photos as a baby with this person that is that is now gone, and it's like wow. I, and yeah. to to know exactly how That's their life the, was taken from them, yeah. And then see, I don't. I instantly just feel rage, like like that's. I mean that's obviously me a personal thing. When it, and I'm sure if it was somebody that I knew personally, I would also obviously feel sadness initially too but like the anger that like your all's family does not have this person around them and and was robbed of so many years of their life of memories with them and now this guy is being able to make memories with a family that he has created and live a somewhat normal life considering he took someone else's life it is yeah. disgusting to me and i it's, it's, I don't know if I'll necessarily ever get angry. I don't know what I'll feel in a week. But it, when I was reading it, it wasn't anger. It was just shock and like horror. Yeah. No, that's completely understandable. I, I mean, I've not 
had a situation with as heinous of a crime, I should say. Yeah. But learning something as as like learning something like that that I was not supposed to know has caused me to not like or like I actually hate someone in my life mm-hmm. so much more like that like, I won't talk to this dude anymore you know what I'm saying like if if they're around if they're around any of family members things like that I will not speak to this person because of that so yeah like that's I mean I, I understand where you're coming from in in like you don't know if you're angry per se but like you how do you I mean like the the reason I asked about emotion in that situation is like does it even help to be angry anymore does it even help to be like like to even do any more research on it because you know where you're going I mean where yeah, you're going is not going to come to an end until <laughs> you're not going to find a, a a peaceful no uh ending will be the word yeah but i think just like with any any form of grief you have to naturally go through those stages and how, i'm i'm figuring out how what your, that is your body for me. and your set like everybody goes through those phases and stages differently of grief some people start with anger some people start with sadness some people start with shock like there's multiple different ways to go through those different phases but i think that even though this is something that happened 27 years ago you are just now personally going through those phases because you're just now finding out about I it. I had no idea. So, I mean, I'm going to, whatever's going to happen emotionally is what's going to happen right now and tomorrow. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and months Thursday and years from and now. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen because. And it's like your family has already. Oh, my family's already processed it. All of it. And done. You know, and, over the last yeah. 27 years. Yeah. Uh, not that you ever get over it, but they've gone through those initial stages i'm looking for the photo that's what i've been scrolling here doing but photo of um the picture i have with the um. person that's gone now um it's just kind of weird to look back and be like wow <laughs> wait so if i miss this i'm sorry but what initially sparked you to look it up recently so initially was my brother's birthday coming up he's 20 he's gonna be 27 which is nuts it makes me feel like ancient as shit Um, and that side of the family in particular is I've got some sick family members and it just kind of like between that side of the family and 27 years and my brother's birthday being significant time in our family's lives because of what happened right before his birth, it just kind of all, and I was like, Oh, that did happen. I don't know a whole lot. I know the guy's name, but that's all I had at the time. And I knew some of what happened, but, you know, and, and my family has talked about it to us, you know, in the recent, at least the recent five years that they, you know, they have, they keep some of the little mementos from, um, saying crime scene just doesn't sound, I don't like saying that. Um, (laughs) From their house. From their yeah, house, from yeah. their house. Um, and it, you know, you hear about it and you're like, okay, yeah, you know, whatever. But then you actually dig around in it and you actually find out what happened. And it's just kind of like it's a whole other universe of, 
of wild. And how awful that then three days later your mother gave birth. Uh, that's yeah that's like that's the significant which is supposed to be like the happiest time in a family but yet you are finding at the same time they're grieving not i mean three days they're probably still trying to figure out what the fuck happened exactly i mean three days is nothing i mean that's my brother was born at a very (laughs) very insane time for my family and I mean, it just, it was all, you know, and I was actually talking to my mom about it the other day. And I was like, you know, it's been 27 years. And she was like, holy shit. Yeah, it has. And I was like, yeah. And then Mac was born. I mean, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, mother. I can't imagine. That's, I mean, that's got to be tough. Yeah. I mean, really. But well, I mean, just... To end the whole thing, be careful. I mean, to know things is power. Knowledge is power. Just you, you just got to be careful if you really want to know things or not, because with that power comes so much, can come so much pain. Yeah, I mean, the more you know, the more life gets fucked up. Is going to be the way that I say it. And, That's and, exactly like, like that. Like you well, couldn't not, have said it better. Not to be always. Honest. But it's been my experience. I, I mean, well, I, if you know that you're looking into a murder, yes. But if you're just looking for information that happened while you were a child, it's not always doesn't mean it's always going to be bad. But you have to go into it understanding that it could be. Well, yeah. I, what I'm saying is, with more knowledge of anything, like the 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 more you know about things, the more should. It, it sounds it ends up fucked up like it's not yep. just your life experiences but like in general like if you did a shit ton deeper into um the holocaust for example you might be like oh shit like something happened here that just was even more fucked up than the actual event you, you don't know? even you don't even have you don't even have to pick a particular because i i'm i'm right there with you Kyle. Yeah. same thing yeah the more i learn about even the simplest things the more i'm like damn this is fucked up Our education system, our justice system, our government as a whole, our country, other country. I mean, you can pick any fucking topic. Here's a great example. The planet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the more you learn about things that are not just surface level, regardless of the topic, the more you realize how fucked shit is. And it's not like it's not to say that you have to act as if they're not it's not a fixable problem or anything yeah, like that's that. True. I'm just saying that you'll learn that the longer that you the more that you learn about things, the more that there's shit that's broken that just has not been looked at or attempted to fix. There's more there's more broken shit the more you learn. And that's the fucked up part. What? Ignorance right. is bliss. <laughs> I would rather I'd rather have knowledge of what's going on and try to fix it than be aloof and not have any. Uh, just let shit be messed up. Personally, aloof. that was a good word for that. Hey, look at me. Aloof. Vocab coming out. Episode sixty-seven <laughs> or sixty-eight. 68. Episode sixty-eight. <laughs> I finally got my vocab out, yo. 
The word of the day is aloof. Anyway, that's what I've been struggling with the past couple of weeks. Plus the the thing I told you all privately after the podcast last week. It's just <sighs> also wearing on you. So also many. same right. thing. More knowledge. Oh, it more it's knowledge. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those things that, like, you you want to not be the the person to be the dick in every situation, if that makes sense. Like, I think it was... What do you mean, though? Well, I about to say, I, like, I'm going to elaborate. I think it was Louis C.K. who had the, uh, the stand-up com- uh, comedy that was like, I hate censorship in general. And he said, why do you hate... Well, of course, everybody's like, why do you hate censorship? It's like, just think about it. Instead of me creating a substitute word, like, if I say it, I'm responsible here, right? Mm -hmm. But if, like, say say my joke is meant for the N-word to come out here, right? But we censor out the N-word. You just said it in your head. Now Now you're the dick. You're the person saying the word that you're not supposed to be saying. And... When you, what I'm equating that to here is when you have knowledge of something that has not been said to other people and stuff like that, now you are responsible for the same, almost the same crime. It's just like you're an accomplice. Putting the responsibility on somebody else. And it's it's involuntarily. It's unfair. What we talked about last week. Yeah. Shit. And that's what, I mean, that's what, that's what Louis C.K. was getting at. It was like, I could, I said, I could make 17 jokes right now. All of them will end in the N-word here. I can make you say it in your head each time. And guess what? I didn't say it, but you did in your head. What a wild, what a wild roundabout way to, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Dang. It's wild. That is wild. So he said he's none of his stand-up comedies will be censored, and he's never going to say the N-word, but he's going to say other cuss words because <laughs> it is what it is. Louis C.K. is really good. He also wrote Pootie Thing. I would suggest everybody watch that did movie. Did he really? Yeah. I've never seen that. Movie is full of black people. A lot of a lot of <laughs> random like black tropes written by a white man that doesn't look like he knows anything about it. It's great people. Good for him, right? Love Louis C.K. Is that is that valid? Did you find the picture? No. He's <laughs> still looking. Because <laughs> I don't know where it is, but I'll find it. I'm gonna try. I can see it in my mind's eye, of course. Anywho. Anywho. Anybody want to bring it back up? Since I brought it way the fuck down. No, I think that was a good conversation. Put they it didn't down bring it in down. The ground, stomped on it a little bit. Why'd you stomp on it though? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to burp. I'm so excited for this weekend. Oh yeah, pictures. Two year anniversary. You ready? Y'all's is first. Yeah, it's on Tuesday. Just thought about that Wednesday. today. Y'all should have seen their faces when I mentioned our anniversary, which is on March 1st. So that's coming up and we're getting prepared for it. And Helen looks over at Kylan and says, oh shit, ours is in two days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I've been preparing for mine for like a month. So, but that's just me. That's, I mean, that's me and how I do things. And like, it's not to say that ours is any less... No, like of course not. No, no, no. Like that. That's it's your all's we, anniversary. It's your all's thing. We are very different in that regard. Like, we're not to plan on things like that. I mean, yeah. We're we, both bad at planning, essentially. No, you're good at planning. I fucking suck at it, personally. 
But, <laughs> but you know, like, just wasn't anything that. It's a big accomplishment that I've made it this far in relationships. So we're going to celebrate that. (laughs) And we're, you know, we're going to have our our photo shoot like we did last year and have a good time. And we're going to have a good meal. And, you know, we're going to celebrate the accomplishment because to me, you know, that's pretty fucking big. Just like a birthday. It is big. I mean, it is big though. Like like a, like a birthday, you you survived in this crazy fucked up place <laughs> that that we live on another year. That's insane. With another human. With you know, and an anniversary is that you survive with another person for another year. That's a huge deal. It's That's an accomplishment. It is an absolute accomplishment. So we're gonna treat it like such. <laughs> we're tearing the house down. We're tearing the fucking house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gotta go buy some more liquor. That's all I know. Really? Really, really. Is there a liquor party? No, there's not a particular liquor party per se, but we can make a liquor party happen. What we're gonna do is incorporate alcohol into the photo shoot this year. Mm. So we're actually going to like cheers each other with shots of liquor and have Jordan take the photos of it like, mm. as part of like it's as the beginning. Like, Still wondering why you don't want us in the background for these candids. Can we just like I'm great be, at taking shots. be like super, super far and Ralph in the loves background? The arboretum. I could also bring the shotski. Can we? Oh my god, the shotski! Can we just be like really like far in the background of every photo? Like they'll just like, just like two just a silhouette, like two <laughs> way. It's like are there people back there? I don't know. I can't tell. In between their thigh gaps, it's just us <laughs> like just chilling. Why right do you there. want to be in between their thigh gaps? I'm just coming up with a random spot. That's hilarious. But, but yeah, that would be, I think that'd be good. I don't know if that would make Richard nervous though. So you'll be tanked at dinner. Probably. Perfect. I mean, that's kind of the plan. Also because we're doing it outside, it's going to be a high of 42 degrees. We thought we'd get a little warm beforehand with some alcohol and kind of make it more fun and more loose. Because we want it to be more candid. We want it to be more fun because last year was so poised. So then what we should do is go to brunch prior. Mm. Let them know. I'll consider it. And then you'd be like really loose and happy. <laughs> then you'd be the loosest. Yeah. Oh, that sounds ugly. I don't like that. Um, I'll consider it. I'll, oh, con- okay. I'll consult. You'll, you'll take that into consideration. I'll consult with my business partner and oh, uh, okay. see what he has to Your say. Your business partner. Yeah. Doesn't your business partner just do whatever you say? No. He actually got to just tell me what to do this time. <laughs> he picked a location and everything. Fuck yeah. I think his location's good. Me Same. too. It made me very excited that he wanted to be a part of the decision making this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which means that he enjoys it at least a little bit. That he wanted to be well, like, obviously. yeah, let's do it here. Because yeah. I think last year it was just kind of very, I mean, not only was it very awkward. We could have just been uncomfortable too. Like not knowing what oh, to expect, yeah. not oh. doing it before. A hundred percent. And last year we did it in my grandmother's house. So I was very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but she wasn't there. She was gone. Right. But we just used the living room because her, you know, house looks like you ripped Walked it out of a, a magazine. fucking magazine. Yeah. yeah. So it worked out. Yeah. It worked out. Did she like the pictures? She did. She she did like the pictures. Um, a lot. I got a lot of people telling us that they look like engagement photos. 
I'll tell those people to fuck off. I did, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, no, just trying to look pretty on a, in a photo shoot. Just another way of society pressuring you to get engaged. Listen, you don't have to tell me any time. <laughs> Listen, I already know. You don't know how many times I've told these people. These people. Yeah, these people. Shit will happen when it happens or it won't, and that's my business and not right. yours. And Let them know. Your pressure is not going to speed me up. I don't really, I don't really get peer pressured anymore necessarily i used to when i was a lot younger you know give into that shit but now i don't really feel pressure i just feel people putting their ideals on me and i'm like yeah take your ideals and shove them up your ass yeah because i have my own ideals in my relationship and you know so does he he has his own for what what our future is or not is whatever and that's kind of all, all it all it is. I don't what? really pay attention to the haters no more. What separates idea and ideal? The couple, letter L. Couple letters, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I've got to I don't the bottom know. of ideal that. Just, <laughs> ideal just sounds nicer, I guess. I have no idea, honestly. I mean, we could look up the definitions. Well, I mean, they have different definitions, different ways to use them. And they're spelled differently. So quite a few things. I just, I can't believe both of you guys said that. Ideal and idea difference. Do I get an idea is a thought, a notion, or a concept. An ideal is a lofty aim. So in your situation, ideal is correct. Boom! I used it correctly in a sentence. Is a lofty I should get a gold star for that. Used as a noun in a real equi- or in a rough equivalent of excellent or perfect when it's used as an adjective. But. Ah. So something ideal as opposed to having an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Grammar. Like an ideal situation. I was good in English. <laughs> I was great in English. <laughs> I can speak English. Um, well, uh, I could not find uh, this song on I was waiting for you Spotify. to pull up the stuff, man. Could not find this song on Spotify, so I'm going to have to go to YouTube. And I apologize if at some point you guys hear my my text message tone through my phone. Or an ad or just something ridiculous because it's YouTube. Yeah, it is YouTube, but I really do love this song, and it's going to have to play. Oh, wow. No, we got no ad. Here we go. This is Capital G by J. Cannon. Capital G. Capital G. Capital G. Capital G. I think you should add a O. Not to my G to my bow. Pull up a bow. I be the nigga you know for the bows of the lot of drove. I'm covered in gold. I let your bitch see my teeth. She thought it was the yellow brick road. I tell her bitch no. You will never take my soul. Fuck a bitch. I don't trust no hoe. My verses is heat. Production is cold. Put them together. Make a tornado. I'm whipping up blow and it getting so hot that I might break the pot like I'm whipping up dope. Got a couple bands in my coat. Oh, four miles in my car. Oh, bitch with a big old butt. How I'm about you? Roll up the drill Waiting no soul to pick up a white bucket and knock at my dough All I gotta do is tell his ass to the song He gon' come, he ain't even gon' ask what I want Trap like submissions, I'm breaking their bows So give me a digi, I'm Johnny Bo Jones Ain't got a single bitch's name in my phone It's the gang and I spell out how I started this song Capital G Capital G Capital G Oh, 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 oh,
Then they had me a beast See his bone appetite All I caught on the beat I'm ducking from the coppers You ducking from the choppers Doop doop Sell like helicopters Foot blue holes in your collar All about a motherfucking dollar I know you wish I would've stayed a scholar Go and do your motherfucking thing Like skin nigga You deserve it Go and let your fucking rims glitter But I'm in a bucket Riding with my niggas like fuck you Trapped up with bands in a cutlass You praying for the victim Shit I'm praying for the shooter Young taste creep niggas Giving niggas hallelujah All about the cheese like Gouda Your bitch give me top I rub my head like I'm a capital G, nigga you rappers can be Only gon' trap on a beat, I'm a capital G With the same niggas That's the motherfucking gang, nigga Capital G